I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, January 27th. Early voting begins tomorrow for the February 7th special election for the Ward 4 City Council seat in Quincy. Ward 4 voters may cast ballots tomorrow from 8.30 to 5 at Quincy City Hall. Tomorrow is also the last day to register to vote in that special election, which you can also do at City Hall. Early voting will also take place all next week at City Hall from 8.30 to 4.30. Mail-in ballots must be requested from the city clerk's office, and in-person voting will take place in Ward 4 on February 7th from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. James Devine and Joel Bonaventura are vying for the seat that was vacated when Brian Palmucci was appointed a district court judge. The winner will serve out the remainder of his term through the end of the year and can run for the full two-year term this fall. With the delivery of hundreds of millions of dollars worth of new trains already years behind schedule, the MBTA's interim general manager says the latest delivery expectations are about to be pushed back again. Chinese firm CRRC and its facility in Springfield agreed to produce 404 train cars and a pair of contracts worth more than $870 million. company was originally expected to deliver all 152 Orange Line cars by January of last year and all 252 Red Line cars by this coming September. Yesterday's presentation indicated that the completion of both projects may be more than three years behind schedule. Additionally, the vehicles have suffered several major problems that forced them temporarily out of service until repairs could be made. The most recent problem involved electrical grounding straps that broke and rubbed or arced on the axles of multiple trains, causing what the T described as a long-term safety risk. The components involved were replaced, and the T implemented an inspection process to keep those trains in service on the Orange Line. According to information presented by the Interim General Manager Jeff Gonneville at yesterday's Board of Directors meeting, the company has so far delivered 78 cars for the Orange Line and 12 for the Red Line. Another 48 Orange Line cars and six Red Line cars are on the production line in Springfield. Shells for 26 other Orange Line cars and 14 Red Line cars are stored outside the Springfield facility. Twelve additional Red Line shells are in China awaiting shipment. Gonneville says the company has yet to fabricate the remaining 208 shells. Gonneville says the company halted production of the shells in China because of the backlog of shells awaiting their turn to enter the assembly process. Now, the new red line cars are not expected to be delivered until sometime in 2026. The flow of traffic along the expressway in Boston came to a screeching halt yesterday after a large tractor trailer flipped onto its side, blocking multiple lanes ahead of the afternoon commute. That crash caused extensive damage to fencing that runs along the T's Savin Hill Station, causing a delay in red line service and the deployment of a fleet of shuttle buses. Crews were seen moving the truck onto a flatbed at about 4.30, and state police said all lanes had reopened ahead of the evening commute. T police and the red line service 
was operational after there were delays as crews worked to clear the crash. Only one left lane was open. Traffic cameras in the area caught cars backed up and swerving around the overturned vehicle. There were no injuries reported. The cause of the crash is under investigation. Officials are warning the public after they say multiple vehicles were vandalized in Braintree. Yesterday morning, Braintree police say they have taken nine reports from residents who claimed their airbags were stolen right out of their cars. All nine victims had Honda CRVs and all lived in the lower end of Washington Street near Quincy. A few cars had their windows smashed to gain access to the airbags. Braintree officials are asking residents in the Washington Street area to check their home surveillance cameras to see if there was any suspicious activity in the early morning hours. The investigation is active and ongoing. Well, a vigil was held last night in Duxbury after a woman was charged in the deaths of her two children. 32-year-old Lindsay Clancy is accused of killing her 5-year-old daughter, Cora, and 3-year-old son, Dawson, in their Summer Street home Tuesday. Her 8-month-old son was injured and flown to a Boston-area hospital. The mother is charged with two counts of homicide and three counts each of strangulation and assault and battery with a deadly weapon. She jumped out of a window of the Duxbury home, and she remains hospitalized in police custody. Hundreds of people packed the Holy Family Church for the vigil last night. The vigil was not just for the family, but also for the first responders who were called to the family's home and are still struggling with their own emotions. District Attorney Tim Cruz said it appeared the children were strangled. According to Cruz, first responders discovered the three children unconscious inside the home with obvious signs of trauma. A program being made available at dozens of Massachusetts stop-and-shop locations can save consumers money and also limit waste. One in three Massachusetts adults is experiencing food insecurity, according to the Greater Boston Food Bank, and rising prices have exacerbated that problem. The Flash Food app aims to help by connecting shoppers with grocery stores that have food items nearing their best-before dates. Average grocery stores throw out between $5,000 and $10,000 worth of food every day. Flash Food allows customers to select foods that may otherwise be discarded for a discounted rate and pick them up at a local grocery store. Flash Food is in 34 Massachusetts Stop and Shops and nearly 70 across the Northeast. The company wants them in 300 locations by summer. Stop and Shop says it has diverted over 170,000 pounds of food from going into the landfills, reducing carbon emissions. Well, the Wollaston branch of the Thomas Crane Public Library in Quincy will celebrate its 100th anniversary this evening. A centennial celebration will be held tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. at the branch on Beale Street in Wollaston Center with refreshments, music, family activities, and socializing. The Quincy Recreation Department presents Parents' Night Out Movie Night tonight at the Broadmeadows Middle School. Children in grades K through 8 can come to Broadmeadows for supervised gym activities. The parents can take a break and watch a movie. The cost is $5 per child.
The Four River Bridge is scheduled to open today at 8 a.m. Check of business news this morning and stocks pulled back. The Dow was down 34 points. The Nasdaq lost 63. The S&P fell 12. Asian stocks are higher. The dollar is down. The euro is down. And oil at $81 a barrel. Sports Tampa Bay beat the Bruins 3-2 last night. The Bees will take on the Panthers in Florida tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Knicks beat the Celtics in overtime, 120-117. to The Lakers come to the Garden tomorrow night at 8.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today will be partly sunny and a high of 40 degrees. Tonight, clear, low 27. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high 47. Sunday, mostly cloudy, but a high Sunday, 51 degrees and then cloudy 44 from Monday. With the boater today waves about 2 feet, west wind 5 to 10 knots, high tide right before 4 p.m. Sunrise 702 and set at 4.51. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, January 27th.